everybody. Welcome to A Lot of Things, the podcast where I talk about a lot of things. Surprise, it's in the name of the title of the podcast. This podcast has been a video show. It's been a podcast. I've actually recapped what this show is on this podcast. I apologize. But I think what it's going to be from here on out, because I've probably changed my mind 1,200 times, is just a place for me to vent as well as give you all these really cool things that I'm checking out. So kind of both of those things, because I need this place. And I think maybe you do too. I do another podcast called the So Video Games Podcast. You should also listen to that. That's just video games and occasionally some rants and raves. And we get into life a little bit, but mainly video games. So if you want to hear me and my weird voice, I mean, I don't think it's that weird. It's the things that I say that are weird. You can listen to So Video Games Podcast. If you want to hear about all the cool shows, video games, books, uh, websites, and things that I just find in general, uh, keep it here. You know, and subscribe to both if you want. But so, just so you know, I put that out there in the top. It's also going to be a place where I'm just going to rant a bit too. Because I need that, and I don't want to do a whole video production. It's just uh, nice. We just talk here. Yeah, it's just you and me. We're just listening to each other. We're talking back and forth, but not really because I'm just talking at you. So you could reply to me if you want in the old school way of uh, tweeting me or email. Um, I haven't made the email yet, so I'll do that. Or did I make the email? You can tweet me. (laughs) O-N-A-W-A. So let's get into some stuff. Foo Fighters. I'm wearing the Foo Fighters t-shirt this morning. Um, and I realized I still love them. They're still great. Born out of uh, Nirvana, my favorite band of all time. One of my favorite bands of all time. And they're still great. They're still rocking. It's ridiculous. And just recently they released a whole, like, um, show from their tour. I believe it's Wembley Stadium. So you just go to Foo Fighters on Google or YouTube, I mean, and you'll find it. But it's crazy. They released a whole show. And they play long shows, like two, three hours. So check that out if you want to, like, you know, get a little bit of a live action while you're home and you can't, like, go see a show, especially right now, then you can uh, watch them and pretend you're in the show. You know, I could wear my T-shirt like I'm wearing now and watch them and hold up a lighter. I'm drinking my mocha, which I'm cutting back on. Because I heard it's not good, you know, so much of it. So I'm just sipping, taking some sips. Is the mocha police going to come for me? I hope not. And yeah, we'll get a, we'll talk about the police in a minute. Crossing Swords uh, just finally launched on Hulu. And it's from the people who brought you Robot Chicken, or at least some of them. And it's crude. Don't let the look um, fool you. It looks like a children's show. These like little, um, what are they called? You know, those little uh, toys. What are those toys called? They're not Legos. They're the other things. I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> they look like toys, just, you know, running around all stop motion style. And it looks cute. And it's crude, and they swear. And it's dark. And I thought it would be too dark by the trailer. And I was like, I don't want too much dark right now. But it's pretty freaking funny. And there's this one guy, I'm pretty sure, I don't do any research. 
but if you were to research it, I'm sure it's, I think I'm right. There's a guy from a show. Um, oh my goodness. I don't even know the name of that show. There's a funny voice in it. Who's an actor. Who's a comedian. And I don't know who it is. I'll look it up for next show. It's good. It's crossing swords on Hulu. It's good. I wanted to like almost hate it because of the trailer being so dark. And I was like, okay, you know, it's a, it's a dark time right now. So maybe not so much with the dark shows, but it's fuck. It's funny. Another funny show on Netflix is scissor seven. Have you heard of this? Some of you are shaking your head yes, of course. Carlos, you're an idiot. We've been watching it this whole time. We're already finished with it. Well, I'm not. And it's great. And it's about, hmm, a guy who has, um, he's got, well, he's got a weird past. And he's trying to figure out his past. And he has, like, these scissors that I guess he, like, works as a barber in the morning or in the daytime, and then he, like, is an assassin in the evening with his scissors. But it's so much more than that. It's so ridiculous. He turns into different shapes and animals uh, because he can, because of magic. And it's silly, and the episodes are really short, which is great. Uh, Totally digestible. So Scissor 7, I highly recommend it. I'm actually, like, going slow and not finishing because I like it so much. I just don't want it to be over. Oh, wait, there's two seasons. I guess I'll hurry up and finish the first one. Sip number two of the mocha. Uh, The Great is also great. That's on Hulu. Uh, From some of the people or director, I want to say, of The Favorite, which is a very good film. And you haven't seen that. There's some viewing for you. There's so much viewing for you. I, this is not on my notes, but The King of Staten Island dropped yesterday, I want to say. And that's supposed to be really great. And I have it on my queue. Although it's 20 bucks to rent because it's like in the movie theater. I don't know how they figure out those pricing, but um, yeah, I, I think that's going to be good. And yes, check out The Great on Hulu. If you want to see like, it's Catherine the Great, but kind of a fake version of it. A little uh, more of a story, but also... Uh, it, like their own spin on the story, and it's funny and dark as well, but it's it's very good. Yeah, I'm uh, really into that one. And what was I going to say? Oh, the tangent about pricing. Yeah, I I mean, digital pricing is weird. It's it kind of comes down to greed because digital is almost free. Like hosting things is cheap, and we have the server space. We have all the ability to you know, transmit it to your computer pretty quickly. So it's not that. It's like what they deem price-worthy, which is another tangent. I could almost go on a tangent on the tangent. I should write that down. My first tangent is figure out the digital pricing. It's too much. Lots of times it's too much. Here, $3.99, $4.99, like we used to play in the video rental stores because I'm that old. That's fine. That's what I saw a couple of movies, some indie films, which I should look up right now so you can have them to watch. Yeah, I'm fine with those. Like, they can be $4.99, and that's, I'm psyched. But $20? I mean, I know I was going to go to the movie theater, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to the movie theater. 
I'm home. So, so I'm home. So $20 though? But I'm home though. See, where's the, what? It's greed. The, uh, the movies that are not $20 that are also supposedly in the, in the theater, uh, that look weird and funny and they're in my queue. I'm going to rent them. I was going to say buy them. I guess you can buy them. Extraordinary. And let me, let me, I'll just look at the, the summary to, to help you out. Rose, a mostly sweet and lonely small town driving instructor must use her supernatural talents to save the daughter of Martin also mostly sweet and lonely, from a washed-up rock star who is using her in a satanic pact to reignite his fame. It won Grand Jury Award finalist, or not one, but finalist in the 2019 South by Southwest Film Festival. Um, Will Forte's in it. Anything he's in, and he's the funny, like, satanic guy, so don't worry about, like, it being dark. I think it's going to be ridiculous. So yeah, oh my goodness. Romance horror is the genre. So it's rent four ninety nine by twelve ninety nine. Who buys things? Who buys things? How many times are you gonna watch a movie? I mean, you're probably yelling. A million times, Carl, you're an idiot. An evening with Beverly Lufflin, also weird, also Aubrey Plaza, Craig Robinson, and a Jermaine Clement. I almost said Jermaine Clement. Jermaine. Oh, my goodness. This cast. Done. I mean, it's done. It, it, it doesn't, you don't even need to say anymore. $3.99 to rent, $14.99 to buy. See, what's going on? What is the pricing? And no one's, he just, everyone just goes, okay. Yep. Cool, then. $14.99. I guess I'm buying it for 15 bucks because that's what they said. Just pull it together. Uh, those are some things to check out. And I got lots more. That's why I'm going to do this show again. But also, I'm going to rant. And I'll rant sometimes at the beginning and sometimes I'll rant at the end. And sometimes, who knows, I'll go on a tangent like I just did. Oh, what was that other tangent? Oh, I know it. Hold on. I'm going to go into this tangent. I'm going to take sip number three. See, I'm just taking a little bit of it. Okay, so tangent number three or two is pricing. Here's something that's stupid, all right? It's straight up a stupid. If something's free, people think it just doesn't have as much value. Now, that has an asterisk because now there's a lot of free-to-play games and people are like, well, I'll get in the game, and if it's free and it's fun, then cool. That seems to be the exception to the rule. But if things are especially low-priced, not even just free, but like low-priced, people just associate that with budget, and then budget becomes shitty. Oh, that's a budget game. That's a budget title. That's a budget thing. You're going to the $1 store? Well, I guess. By the way, there's a ton of good shit at the $1 store. Funny tangent number whatever, million. There's a lot of things at the dollar store that is way more than a dollar. You notice that? Anywho, so yeah, I just don't like this idea that things that are cheaper like equate not as good. It's stupid. It's stupid. I don't know what happens. It's dumb. And that's maybe why some people 
charge things that are more than they should. Uh, just real quick, there's so many things I have to say. The first thing is Chaz, because I'm here in Seattle, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Everybody who's freaking out and all the Fox News people and all the people in that White House who believe that guy, it's like six blocks. Literally, if they, you know, uh, was it Occupy Wall Street? Wasn't it about the same? Also, it's six blocks in Capitol Hill, which is not downtown. Downtown Seattle is not being taken over. It's generally a farmer's market. There's food there. People are making murals everywhere. It it looks like what they would normally be doing at a festival in Capitol Hill. It literally looks the same. There's just no police there in that one building, which was always, by the way, I've lived here for a long time. It's always been weird where they were. Like that police station is a weird place. It's like the film forum is right next to it and like pizza and people like drunk, like drinking beer and alcohol. And there's a liquor store across the street, actually. You guys know that? And Gales? There's a liquor store. Liquor store. There's a liquor store. Ooh, a shore of liquor. Now, Carlos, don't drink so much liquor. All right, Carlos, I won't. There's a liquor store across the street from the police precinct. Has anyone mentioned that? It's a bad place for it. Here's a here's a real quick solution. Just move it. Just move the fucker. Why do you have to go back there? Why is there going to be a battle for like to come back to that spot? Also, they did a bunch of fucked up things. You've seen some of it. The tear gas, pepper gas, whatever you want to call it, fucked up gas, rubber bullets on the village. People just there in their houses getting gas. And then knocking people off, like they were literally taking people off of their roof, their own roof, to film what was going on. They did fucked up things. They should feel bad what they did. And then it's an interesting thing where they're like, people just said, okay, get out of here. I don't think I've seen that before. Also, again, it's not a takeover of the whole city. It's five, six blocks in a little part of Seattle. And... There's no terrorism. It's peaceful. They're watching films. It's ridiculous. So that's just my account, first account right here in Seattle. Um, now, yeah, I think that it's a big question about do we need police? Probably in some capacity. I think the easiest answer is just move that station. Just get them out of there. I mean, they're already gone. Just, you know, don't try to go like, okay, we got to come back and figure this out and make a battle out of nothing. There's no battle. Just move the fucking station. That's all I'm going to say about that. Was that step number four? Black Lives Matter. Police brutality matters. There's so much to say on that subject, but I'll say those two statements for now. It should be obvious. It should be obvious. There's so many things right now happening that should be obvious. It's ridiculous that they're not. I don't understand. I mean, I don't understand. Literally can't understand. It's a mystery that is fucking terrible. So with that, uh, be good to your neighbors. You know, it's actually pretty simple. 
don't fucking like hurt, kill, and hate other people. And also like say hi to your neighbors and like talk to them and talk to the people around you and talk to people at the grocery store and talk to your Lyft driver and talk to people and then they become less scary. With that, I'll see you next episode. I'm going to take a sip number five. I'm going to do it. I did it. <laughs>